Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashley McAllister. And me, Matthew Alley. And uh, welcome to episode 40. Oh my goodness. What's the 40th anniversary? I was thinking, do you know? I have zero idea. Ruby? Is it Ruby? Or Diamond? I, honestly, I don't even know. It came into my head just before we started this and I was like, that should have been something that we should have checked, but um, someone can tell us. I don't know. But it's our 40th 40. anniversary. Does, should we call it an anniversary? What, no, no, it's not. It's not. We're not doing it 40 years. It's our 40th, 40th episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's Ruby. So I do. Did you, how did you say you had no idea and then come up with Ruby? Well, because I remember my grandparents' 40th wedding anniversary and I believe it was Ruby. So then do people give you gifts that are like just red or they give you rubies? Or one person gets, I say one person, the man gets the woman, I'm sure. Ruby. Well, that's entirely sexist, but I think isn't it is. It? Well, no, it's not, it's not sexist <laughs> for me. I mean, that's the hierarchy of these fucking anniversaries. Do you know what I mean, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is you'd get the other like if you and i were married for 40 years you would get me something ruby and i would probably get you something ruby but i'm not very good at gifts imagine if there was a gay couple married for 40 years wouldn't that be insane yeah in the future we've not been legally married so. but yeah that'd be good yeah but yes episode 40 thank you to everyone who's listened for well another big anniversary we have we've had our first anniversary which i don't think we mentioned on the podcast but uh, i think last week would have been our first year anniversary. What was the actual date? Oh, I, I think we recorded on the 17th of June or it went live on the 17th of June. I can probably check. Oh, that was a while ago. Um, Which well, it, it should definitely be like the day it goes live, not the day we recorded, but yeah. Yeah, I can't um, remember. I just remember something about the 17th of June. But, okay. Let's but just yes. stick to that. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Has it been your oh, birthday since the last episode? Sorry? When was your birthday again? 14th of June. Ah, I thought it was close by. And we spoke about that and you did nothing. I did okay. absolutely zilch, which I loved. I thought it was brilliant. No, don't agree. Mm. Anyway, episode episode 40. Uh, yep. One year anniversary. Congratulations, Matt. I feel like I should take you out for dinner or something to celebrate this you should definitely take me out, but I know where we're going to go, so it's not a surprise, unfortunately. Nando's. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Do you know, I've gone off a bit of Nando's recently, actually. I don't want it to go, and I was like, oh, because he's on like a special diet, because he's lost like, it looks like three stone, but probably about half a stone. And um, he, he was like, can we go Nando's? I was like, really? I have everything. But they've got new sides, which no one wants. It's all salads. Who wants that? No. <laughs> like Nando's not known for their salads and they've got new salad sides and they're promoting it the hell out of it and you're like that's not even close to what I want from Nando's not at all no that's like exactly the opposite of what I want from Nando's 100% I want chicken I want carbs exactly exactly like do yeah. people actually go there for a chicken salad do you think a chicken salad no behave I can't imagine I couldn't even think of it I think I got it once in a moment of desperation where I was like do you know I'm going to try and lose weight once never again Fuck it. It's not worth it. No. Not worth it at no, all. No, no, no. You, you, made, you made the right decision to never do that again. Never. Never. Yeah. Mm. 
So how'd you meet me? How was you? Oh, snap, girl. Hey. <laughs> um, I just bought a distance story before that's why. Well, it was your story about Nando's, so I was equally as bored. <laughs> <laughs> it was my story. I was bored of my own story. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, my week has been... Do you know what's happened to me quite a few times this week? You masturbated? Um, have I? I haven't done it that many. I usually do a lot more, but no, not that many. You were nice to your mum? <laughs> no, <laughs> we had the. I have run out of guesses. <laughs> you had the biggest argument. We had the biggest on the side. We had the biggest argument. Guess it was over. Her not segregating the gluten. No, <laughs> it was over jam. I bought new jam when we hadn't used all the other jam, and it just caused drama. But she kicked so, off this time instead of you. Uh, yeah, and then I put it in the face. Oh goodness! Oh it my was, goodness! It was mad madness. Um, but you know what's happened a lot this week is I seem to be people's confidant. Is that the right way saying it? That is exactly the word. Yeah. Right. Well, it seems that. Um, so bad for them. You're the worst at giving advice. Well, this is <laughs> just wait for it because <laughs> what did you share with them? Oh no, <laughs> agony. Ag. Well, this, just wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> because. Oh God, just trail of destruction. <laughs> anyway, sorry, carry on. <laughs> These poor people. They're better. They're oh. better now because of the solid advice they've received from me. Do you know what I said to my therapist on Monday? What was that yesterday? I actually said, you know, I do love Ashley. I cannot go to him for advice. Oh. <laughs> she was like, oh, Because <laughs> you're talking about friends for something. And I was like, yeah, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> At Union, Jordan said exactly the same thing. He was like, Ashley, I love you and all, but you're really bad at giving advice. And I'm like, what? No, I'm not. It's like, oh my I goodness. can really yeah, messages. <laughs> I can really. All right, let's hear, let's hear the story, then let's hear what you okay. get. Let's tell the advice well, on who these stupid people are. No, no, no. It's not It's not so much. It's more, like I said, it's, it's more confidant than um, an agony ant. But... <gasps> you managed to keep your mouth shut. Okay, no, sorry, we keep interrupting. Like, <laughs> okay. um, so, quite a few times this week, somebody has come to me saying, Ashley, I've been told the biggest secret, and I've been told not to tell anyone, but I need to tell somebody because the secret's that big and I can't contain it myself. And it just. Does this at work or at CrossFit? Well, I can't really say. Um, That's true, you can't say. Yeah, oh my goodness. Because, and I tell you why I can't I would say do that with you. If, I'd be able to do that with you for sure. If I said, "Don't tell anyone," yeah, would I? I well, think I would. The thing is, if you tell me not to tell anyone, I'm not telling anyone. Yeah, but unless I but think this, this that is, I can do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is the thing. This is the thing we talked about. We talked about how big is the secret? Because if if somebody's like, for example, the the rule of secrets is, if I tell you, you can't tell anyone. But you can't tell anyone that's going to get back to the other person. Do you know what I mean? You, like, that person was told not to tell anyone, but the secret they told was so big. It was driving them, well, these people, driving them and saying this, I need to tell somebody else because, like, this is this. is this. Um, and I'm like, right, well, well, do you tell me? I mean, I won't tell anyone because I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like, I'm a degree of separation from the secret. So it's sort of like, right, right. It, it doesn't weigh that heavily on me. But then some of these secrets, I'm like, oh my God, how, I can understand why you had to tell. 
because oh that mad I'm, well <laughs> i can't tell i know you can't say the secret and you probably tell me afterwards but what is it like oh is it like cheating it is uh one of the one no one of them was the other the, like an affair one of them was and the other one wasn't that's all i'm saying but my advice to anyone who I'm so nosy. <laughs> anyway, one of the anyway, one of these people said, What would you do in this situation? And this is what leads into it. And I was like, Well, this is what I would do. And I know I give good advice. And, and they're like, You do. You do give good advice. And I'm like, I know. And they said, You should have a segment on the podcast called Agony and Ash. And I that said, lasts with not a lie. Uh, the na- the na- no, a lie. Not, it's not a lie. It is. And I can't even I can't even get the person to back me up because it would reveal who who the secret was. So oh you're gonna have to you just gonna have to take me on face value that that is not a lie. They said you should have an agony ant section and you can people write in. I said, Yeah, but to be honest, I get told I give really good bad advice. And they're like, No, you don't. You give really good advice. And I think people should write in and ask us for advice and I think we can sort people's lives out. I believe I can. I'm actually excellent at being a confidant. I'm really good at listening to people and I'm great at giving advice. Whoever said this about you clearly wanted you just to say what they wanted to hear. And for some reason, in this instance, you did. Because there's no way that they said that you should be handing out advice. I mean this seriously. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. But we should do it just for the jokes. And like you ruining people's lives. Because <laughs> I'm sure that you would have said like, something like tell the bitch about like your affair even though you've got four children or something when it's actually no the advice is listen think about way up the situation and also don't destroy your entire family for a mistake or if you're in love with someone then you're like okay well you need to reveal this because you cannot destroy your family anymore. <laughs> but you would have just been like tell the bitch tell the bitch she deserves it i'm sure she just no. deserves it so tell the bitch no, my advice in one of the scenarios, which I think I, I think I can tell you one of the scenarios because I already said it was, it was cheating. Somebody had viewed somebody else cheating and they were like, <gasps> what, do I, what do I do? And I was like, I tell you what you do. You do absolutely nothing and you stay out of grown people's business. You don't know their setup. You don't know their story. You keep your nose out. That's good advice. That's perfect sound advice. You 100% stay out of it. It's not your business because once you get wrapped up in that shit, then you're involved and you should not be involved in some people's shit. No, 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 no. And well done, Ashley. Well done. Dude, this is it. This is listen, people. This is what you're in for. You're in for solid gold advice with Agony Aunt Ash. Um Agony Aunt Ash and Mama Matt. Oh my god. Hi. This is <laughs> Mama Matt. This is Agony Mama Matt. Mama Agony Aunt Ash and Mad Mama Matt. This is this segment is right in itself. Okay, it's happening. <laughs> it's, it's happening. We should have a right side podcast of just agony ants. <laughs> <laughs> Give us so your well, agony aunt Ash like and Mad Mama Matt. I don't know what this agony Ash, not agony aunt Ash, just agony Ash. And what Mad Matt? No, you said Ma Matt, like Ma isn't because that's you say Ma in Ireland, don't you? Ma, short for mother. Oh, I said Mama, yeah. Mama. Maybe I yeah, said no, too quickly. But yeah, no, you, yeah, just Marmat and Agony Ant. Marmat, Marmat and Agony Ant, or Ant or whatever. Um, well, there we go. Yeah, no, that's sad advice. But that one's an easy one. Like, I'm not giving you that one because that one's very easy and obvious. I don't even know why the person asked you. They just needed to tell someone. 
Well, this is this is it. Sometimes, like I said, it's a secret that's so to them was so big that they just had to tell somebody, and they told me, and now I know. What situation would you tell the person that their partner's cheating? Like, can you think of a scenario? Like, what level of friendship would it have to be, or if it was like your family or something like that? Like, oh, I don't like. I, I can't even think of many situations. Even recently, there was one where I was just like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not getting involved. And this is like people that are close to me, very close to me. And I was like, no. Well, I was dating somebody once and we weren't like, you know, you know the story. I was dating somebody once and it wasn't exclusive. Like, well, we were sort of, we we, were, we had a few dates. Um, and then one of my friends started dating <sighs> the same person. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about, that bitch. Bad fucker. Um, he is a dick. And Wait, if it's a person thinking of, it is. You're exactly the person you don't like him, right? No, we don't like him. Um, Good. But our mutual friend, I think. I mean, I was upset. Well, here's the thing. Our mutual friend, who was one of the first to discover the drama, said to each of them, "You guys need to tell Ash right away." I don't want to tell them, but if you don't, I will. And it's not my place to do it. And mm. then that kicked it into motion. So I think he handled it well. I was still angry at him for not telling me. But then when I had calmed down, I was like, you know what? You handled that perfectly. Wait, are we thinking of the same person? You are thinking of the same person. I don't know who the mutual friend is. Who You're not the friend... You're not friends with the person that did this, are you? Anymore? No, we don't speak anymore. Okay, is that? And he got punched, and he got, and he got punched in the face. Remember? Yes, yes, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but I can't remember which one was. But yeah, still, that was bad. I, but you said at the time that he handled it well because he came to you. No, I my friend handled it well because he knew he knew the whole story, and he said you need to you need to both tell him, or I will. I don't want to tell him because it's not my business, but you need to both do it, or I will. Ah, uh, yes. I think he handled. That's fair. And he was like a bit of a mutual friend, I guess. And yeah, in that sense. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. And that is getting involved, but I guess in the somewhat right way where it's like, listen, like, you know how we feel or whatever. Mm. So you need to tell Ash, yeah. which is fair. But still. Still a dick move, though, to go and get with someone that you know that this person likes and you're supposed to be friends. Such a dick move. Even if you haven't been exclusive. Like, it's not. Yeah, for sure. Well, this is why my heart is this is why my heart is hard as stone at the minute because it just it just takes so much sometimes and it hurts all the time. I thought it was because of all the jam that you bought. I heard it hardens hearts. <laughs> yeah, no, the sugar does make it. The cholesterol does. Hurt. How much jam did you buy? I only bought one tub, but the the drama was because <laughs> the drama was it was I had bought a jam, opened it, forgot I'd bought it, forgot I'd opened it put it in the cupboard and it got all moldy. Not right in the fridge. No, but I, but no, but I forgot I'd opened it. So I put it in the, I put it in the, I put it in the cupboard, forgotten, forgetting it was right. opened. Um, right. Then what I believe happened, which my mom said didn't happen is that it was then pushed to the back of the cupboard. So it was out of sight, out of mind me. Cause I'm so forgetful. Out of sight, out of mind. Anyway, I went and bought some new jam, brought it home and put it out, like ready to put away. And then I came out and my mum had said, there's old jam in there, it's all mouldy. And I was like, I was like, mum, if the jam's mouldy, why have you left it out all day to tell me that it's mouldy? Why not just throw it in the bin? She goes, well, I want, and then I was like, nope, nope, I'm not listening. Um, just throw it in the bin. You don't have to 
prove a point or anything, just do it. And then meh, World War Three started over strawberry jam. That is actually mental. This is the problem with the countryside. I'll tell you this. Because there's so <laughs> few things going on. Stop it. Listen, like... I just told you it's one of the biggest secrets happening in our town right now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's not in your town. That wasn't in Limavady, though, was it? Uh, no. no. Could have been, maybe, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. Anyways. Fine. This is your fault. I never brought that one. <laughs> anyway, how was your week? Let's move on because I've I'm dishing out the tea. <laughs> nah, mine was pretty chill to so I don't think I think it was relatively uneventful. Um Yeah, I don't know what I did. I just enjoyed my week, I feel like. I went out. We had an away day with our work. Um so we go to the owner's house and then it was really hot, so I was just on the pool. We were supposed to do events during the day, but I decided to forego most of them and just lie by the pool on Sunday. So I did really well at that. And I just had loads of fun. Got really drunk in the evening to the point where I couldn't speak. Um, and so I put myself to bed, which is good. I, I embarrassed myself a lot. I got really angry with this new girl who was an absolute cow. Um, so that was really fun. Um, yeah. And then I drank loads on Saturday. Clap, have you ever been to Clapham Street Party? Um, I did my very first year in London. I hated it. It was awful. Yeah, I hated it. Oh, my goodness. People say it's really good. It was really bad. Like, it was so busy. It was like being in the brewers outside. You know how we're like, no matter where you stand, like people are walking by. And I'm like, how can you? I've moved three times. Why are people walking everywhere? Like this is not a passage to somewhere. And that's what they were doing all the time. Like it was just, yeah, it was too hot. It was just it was too close. It was not good at all. Like not good at all. No, I hated it when I went. And I also wore flip flops, which is probably a bad choice, but I didn't know what to expect. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I didn't do that. I wanted to do that, but I didn't. I just, and, I'm glad I didn't. But I was really bad. Like, my housemates weren't there and they were supposed to come out. And then I was like, oh, no, people want to come around their house. So they're like, yeah, let's do that because it was like 7 o'clock. I showed up at 10.30 and then they were like, where have you been? Because they were going to come. Oh. And then they didn't because I said, oh, I'm coming to you. But somehow I was so drunk that I just showed up at 10.30 really late. Um, yeah. You see, l- listeners, this is the person you want advice from. This This person is the person you want advice from. I've lived it all. You should want advice from me. I've been through it. I've been done, did it. And now I can help because I've experienced and lived it. I can't just be handing out advice like you do without any understanding of the situation and just like speculating purely, okay? I've lived life, okay? I've lived life. Okay. Yeah. And um, that was it really. Nothing, yeah, nothing really else happened. Well. Just, it's actually a really good week though. I had a really good week overall. It was just, it was, there was no drums. Sometimes a week without drams is all you need in the world, isn't it? 100%. <clears throat> yeah, I think this week could be really good as well. I'm really strong, so I'm super happy about that. We've got Pride this weekend, so that's good. Oh Yeah, it's Pride not usually the same weekend as Glastonbury. I don't know. When is Glastonbury mm. normally? Same weekend as Pride? Glastonbury... Um, I don't know. I, I don't even know when Pride I just, is. I, like, by the time it gets to the year, I'm like, is it always July? And also... What? Yeah. Yeah, I just remember there's been times where people haven't been able to come to Pride because they're over at Glastonbury. I just, I just in my head, I remember it, but maybe I'm confused. I mean, if they're one week apart, then it doesn't sound unlikely that they might cross over at some point. Yeah, yeah, but no. But um, a big thing happened this week. It's not happened in a long, long time. We have got a new review on iTunes. 
So thank you, Brian Falkirk. Thank you very much for leaving us five stars. And his little review says, so glad to have found Honest to Pod with Ash and Matt. It's my new f- it's my new podcast on the train from my commute to work, and it never failed to make me laugh. I've had some funny looks from serious commuters, but it's worth it. Awesome. Thank you very much, Brian. That's a, a lovely review to have. And thank you for listening. Falkirk. Yeah. Brian Falkirk. Oh, goodness. Do you know who he is? Have you met him? Zero person? Um, I've not met him, but I, be- I believe he's a stealer. Oh, my God. Should I know him? But I don't think his surname is Falkirk. If it's the person I'm thinking of, his name's not Falkirk. It's, I think he might be from Falkirk in Scotland. Oh. oh. Now that I know who it is. Yes. Yeah? Oh, I know exactly who it is. Yeah. We've been chatting this week, actually. Oh, cheers, Brian. Yeah. yeah his, name is, he's not, his name is not Falkirk. Yeah, okay. Because uh, he added me on Facebook this week. And yeah, he's very Scottish. Yeah, very, very Scottish. Well, I've never met him. I think I don't think I met him. I don't think I met him at Union. I don't think I did. He was... I can't remember, oh God, can't remember half at Union, to be honest. He was so. definitely there. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, excellent. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about it. You were saying how much you like the podcast, which is awesome. Oh, Awesome. Yeah. And also, a big shout out to Lewis from the Thebans, who not only enjoyed our podcast, I think we've mentioned before, we've definitely both chatted to him when he dropped us a message, but he also recommended our podcast to somebody in the States who makes a podcast. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. The, uh, the podcast in the States is called level playing field. And if you're interested, it all, it focuses on LGBT sports. Well, uh, athletes, LGBT athletes in sports, like, yeah. Yes. LGBT sports. Cause it's actually so main, a lot of the main, mainstream sports as well as LGBT sports, but they're athletes and yeah. people that are surrounding it. Yeah, and it's uh, sort of like a, he has different people on, they talk about their sports and talk about their stories. So um, I've only listened to one, but I will definitely be Same. checking out some more. Yeah. yeah, we only found out today. So um, thank you very much for that referral. Um, yeah, awesome. So, uh, I mean, we've chatted a lot. Like, should we jump into some shoes? <laughs> we actually need to. I was like, God goodness, it's 22 minutes. And I was like, Love Island. Some, so I was going to catch Love Island and catch up, but someone was just like, <sighs> they're recoupling today. And I'm like, fuck sake. So I'm going to be behind while they send messages to me. So I can't look at my phone now, even though that's where all of my information is about what I want to talk about today. <laughs> oh, right. Well, let's uh, jump right in. I go first yeah you go first I think, I think i keep mine quite short because although there's not a whole heap of information um but i think we both want to talk about something quite similar because it's pride it was pride month and london pride is this week and you had belfast pride was that last weekend no Belf- why did i say that i've looked at the dates for it that was on the 17th of august yeah dublin pride was but um i want to talk about so london pride is this saturday and on the sunday afterwards every year there's been something called black pride um have you heard of it Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we've talked about it before, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, I've never actually been before, I, I, mostly because I'm an absolute mess. Pride is normally like, I can get messy drunk. Pride, historically, has been one of the worst days for me drinking, where like the worst person in me comes out and I just don't remember anything. And 
don't manage my drinking and stuff. So that's really, really bad. That's one of the reasons why I haven't been. The other, um, the other reason is I've always been a bit nervous about it because I've never really been surrounded by like many other like sort of gay minorities um, yeah. in terms of races and stuff. You know, I, I would say the majority of my friends, and not just in in terms of like um, LGBTQ people, um, but also just growing up not a lot of my friends have been black i did have quite a few black friends but also like it's been a mix and you know as i got older like 17 18 and 19 the majority of them were white because of the school that i went to i went to we moved we me and my brother started traveling to this sort of nicer or like you know i'd say like kind of posh like sixth form and then i guess the majority of those people were white because they weren't they were from the area they were from like private school and stuff mm. <clears throat> um but yeah i've always been a bit nervous about it but um so once Black Pride this year is going to be in Haggerston Park. It moved to a larger venue because last year it had so many people. Um, last year it had about 7,000 people, whereas like London Pride has millions of people, but still good. Um, I wanted to read out their mission, if that's okay, and just talk um, because I think it's important. Because, it, I mean, it's called Black Pride, but it's to me it's not just about black people, that, and it isn't. So um, UK Black Pride is Europe's largest celebration of LGBTQ people of African, Asian, Caribbean, Middle Eastern, and Latin American descent. Um, and it's an annual event that happens every year with activities from like Thursday to Sunday court sort of thing. Um, UK Black Pride is a safe space to celebrate, celebrate diverse sexualities, gender identities, cultures, gender expressions, and backgrounds. And we foster, represent, and celebrate Black, LGBTQ, and QTI, POC culture through education, the arts, and cultural events and advocacy. And I think that's really important for me because it isn't just African people. I, I don't know if the name suggests that, but for me, you know, instead of, I don't know how you, what you would call it, like, I don't know, well, it's called Black Pride, but it's, it's actually for those that all are, um, you know, different ethnicities, which is really, really important. And it started in 2005. Uh, one thing that I thought was really, and I think there's, for me, as a person of colour, I think it's really important to have a separate celebration or to highlight and identify those that are a minority in their race. Um, what do you think about it? Um, okay, can I just quickly cover something off? Yes. Because um, we've had people ask, and I'm by no means an authority on it because of my milky white skin. But I've had people ask me, what's, what's the correct terminology? Are people allowed to say black? Are they allowed to say people of color? And I want to ask you what your opinion is before we get into it, just because I, I want to, you it just reminded me, but then I'll come back to answer your question. In my opinion, I think black and per, somebody's a person of color is both same. I think person of, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but person of color is like an umbrella term for anyone who's not white. Yeah, that's what I believe as well. So as I understand yeah, it, but, a person of color is someone who isn't white. Um, yeah. I think that, I, to be honest, I can only really speak about my own experiences. I've never spoken to other mixed race people um but i've spoken about it before i think on the podcast where i say black people call me black because it's for me it's easier but i've never had this affinity like my mum wasn't black i grew up in an honestly like a non-black household my mum is half indian and half irish my dad was from kenya but he never lived with us and we never knew him growing up um i don't have a problem but i don't have a problem if people call me black but i also would say that that is not what i am so then i guess that's kind of opposing isn't it really mm. um 
I think, I don't think people say, I've started saying person of color or POC a lot more, both ironically or, you know, jokingly, but also actually, um, I would say, I'd say it in, in, in conversation that was quite serious because that's, that's how I feel. I feel like I'm not white. I don't necessarily feel like I'm black. I've, I'm still trying to find what my understanding of like my heritage is or something, you know, because people ask me, um, you know, where am I from? And then I say, I'm from England and they say, no, where are you really from? Um, but I don't have a problem with black. I know some people might think, I think especially white people are always like, can I say black? Like, is that okay? I don't have a problem with it. Cool. Okay. So to anyone who asked, black and person of color are both correct terms to use. Okay. So now to get into your question about, I even forget what your question was. We we're on such a tangent. What was your question again? What do I think of black pride? What do you think about pride? And it's probably the same question as, do you think there needs to be a black pride? Um, I don't have any, right, I don't have any issue with Black Pride. But my, my only issue would be, if, for example, if if you wanted to go and I was to go with you, would I not be allowed to go or would I get dirty looks for being white and showing up at Black Pride? Oh, well, see, I've never been, but I don't think that would happen. You'd be allowed to go in, for sure. I don't know if you'd get dirty looks. I'd, and I'd hope that you won't because that isn't the overall mission for it. It's about celebrating as well as making sure that, you know, you're highlighting those that aren't white. It's also about celebrating those that aren't and allowing people to celebrate that. So if that did happen, it definitely wouldn't be in the spirit of the event, you know, yeah. but like I said, I've never been, and I do plan on going this Sunday drinking permitted, but I think this one, I really, really, I, I don't know. I was thinking about it for the past couple of weeks and I was like, do you know, what? I really think I want to go. Um, I don't know who to ask to come, but, um, I think, it, if anything, I might end up going on my own, but I, I do really want to go. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's loads of... I mean, Pride's such a big weekend. I'm sure there'll be other ones looking for another night out or another day out. And I'm sure, you know, like you say, drinking whatever way yeah. the hangover falls on the Sunday, I'm sure there'll all be people who be like, you know what, I'm up for trying something new. Um, yeah, you know, let okay. people listen to let, let people listen to this and then people might outreach to you. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I need it because I'm not very good at asking for it anyway. I read something which was quite interesting that um, the year before last, uh, well, there are many people that think that pride is very whitewashed, like it's very, you know, white centric. And I, I do believe that, like, if I'm going to go to London Pride this weekend, which I will, I would say the majority of people are white. Now, I don't know if that's because the majority of gay people are white. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I don't know. Um, that'd be interesting, actually. Um, or if other people go to different events, but it feels like those, the things that are being highlighted. And I think there's more effort nowadays. Like I remember the TV show Looking, for example, and you know, there's always been that thing about, okay, well, we can have gay people on TV, but they can't be too feminine or they can't be too, well, they're generally white, relatively masculine gay people, unless it's like a caricature. Um, and I would say that Pride and, you know, the advertising around it and stuff like that. And when you see adverts of any sort of event, it's very white. Um, and the year before last, um, Stonewall, which a lot of people know um, as an organisation, had actually decided to not take part in any part of London Pride, but only put all of their efforts in this one year, not in every year, sorry, but in, uh, two years ago, into Black Pride, because they also felt like um, the organisers of London Pride hadn't taken it seriously, that some of the people within the organisation, the committee that were organising it, were saying that it's too... It's too white, basically. And that had been turned down by those that were within the, the, the organisation that were 
uh, Pride in London organization and Stonewall disagreed with that so decided not to and that's quite a big I think that's a big thing to be honest that Stonewall which is I think one of the most prominent if not the most prominent um, LGBTQ plus sort of organizations had said that they will only yeah. commit to um, supporting Black Pride. So let me get the, they so London Pride had applicants from to take part from from uh, from cultures that were more diverse and they were rejected. Is that right? But then the people that Pride in London, the people that were organizing it, yeah, had rejected idea or the premise that it was too white or whitewashed you know there wasn't enough diversity within the the organizing of uh london pride right right okay right by the people that were in the committee itself yeah i mean them not being able to look at facts and recognize them as facts is a problem um but then if not because you have to apply to have a float and have apply to have presence and pride. And if not a lot, if if not enough black communities or or people of color, I don't want to say just black, but any like organizations are applying to be part of pride, that's not pride London's fault. Although they could maybe make more of an effort in their marketing to say, hey, we're looking to increase the, the my words are going from my mouth here, but increase the exposure of different subcultures. So please feel free to, or you know, give. You know. Let me read you what it is exactly because I'm, I'm probably not saying clearly now. Um, so this is the statement that, that Stonewall had made. They said, we have also made the decision not to attend Pride in London this year. We know this is an event that's important to many in our communities and very much hope to attend in future years. However, last year, Pride in London Community Advisory Board again raised concerns about the lack of diversity and inclusion at Pride in London, particularly of black and minority ethnic uh, communities. Pride in London rejected those concerns from the community in the strongest terms and as yet have failed to make any public acknowledgement that they may need to make significant changes if Pride in London is to be an event for everyone. Does that make sense? Yeah. So whether they choose, I'm not talking about the people in the floats, but it, it was saying as a whole and they did not acknowledge that that was in fact a fact or not necessarily a fact, but actually something that was happening. And so Stonewall decided to, I, I don't know, I thought that was really brave. I thought it was really brave. I thought it was really... Um, significant that such a big um, organization done that but that was two years ago that was 2017 so um, that may have changed this year I don't know um, but yeah I think it's if if such a big organization is saying that this is in fact something that's happening and that Pride in London are choosing to not acknowledge or refuse that because that's like ig ignorance in itself like if someone's bringing something to you and you choose to ignore it well then that's not an excuse, is it, about saying, well, it doesn't exist or we don't believe in it. You actually need to at least look into it. At least look into it. Because the statement said again. So it's not like they said it once. They said it again that this is something that's happening. Now, I'm going to go to Pride and see what it's like. And it has lack of diversity. I'll make a point mentioning it in the, in, in the podcast then. Um, but it's also not something that I've always been genuinely aware of, I would say. I think that... Um, the thing that I notice a lot about it is like seeing a lot of the children, which I appreciate very much, um, and families, which have always been there. Um, and it would be interesting to see the difference in, in Black Pride. I'll let you know if there's any uh, scaling nights. Yeah. Well, I hope I do hope you go, and I look forward to your uh, look forward to your review. But once yeah, to bring about the event in Haggerston Park on Sunday, so it's there from twelve until seven, twelve until eight actually, and then they've got then they then they've got club night, but there's no way I'll do that. <laughs> Absolutely Ooh. not. Um, because I'm still a mess. Um, yeah. Hopefully that was good. And it'll be my first one. And I'm, I am a bit nervous because 
I do have still, you know, I'm still growing. And I feel the reason I want to go is I do feel more like I'm trying to find a bit more about, you know, my heritage and my culture and feeling more than just either a black person, which I don't feel like I am, or a white person, which I'm not either. You know, I'm a mix. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, it'll be an enjoyable event. Um, and the food and the music is stuff that I've grown up to and, and listen to and eat and stuff like that. And it'll just be, yeah, really looking forward to it. Hopefully it is, yeah. Should be good. Sounds awesome. And it'll be good to see. I mean, I'm sure, I, I hope, I imagine there'll be a lot of white people there, I'll be honest, which is a good thing. I think that's a great thing. I, I, and I hope there are, and not, you know, a, a diverse range of people. I think that's the most important thing about it. Yeah. Because that, that was my thing. I think if it was, if it was set up in the situation where it was only a, uh, a person of color thing and white people weren't allowed, I'd be like, what? Or even if it's, they're, they're not welcome, like, I don't think you can officially say, like, white people can't come in this but it'd be like if white people go in all you get is evil stares from i was like why are you here i'd be like oh right okay um because i think obviously it's all about inclusivity and and i think there should be and i think it's maybe it links into what i'm about just about to talk about but um i'll bring i'll bring it up whenever i talk about my bit but um yeah it should be all about inclusivity and not but it should also be making sure that the white people who do go there it's not about, it's not like they have to understand the meaning behind it. And it's not just, it's just another, another party for pride. It's, there's a, there's a reason it's been set up and we should recognize the reason. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And not to be like, Oh, fun black people thing, but actually, no, it's an important part of our overall community. Cool. That's me done. I can't wait for the pictures. <laughs> what my ugly face. Anyone listening, if you see Matt out, Take pictures of him absolutely blocked. He'll love it. <sighs> I think I'm really going to manage this. It's been so bad for me over Pride. Like, I normally drink. I just go mental. It's an absolute mess. I, I'm I'm pretty certain that I'm going to be able to manage it. I hope I said this through gritted teeth really well. I hope so. I need to. Okay, well, I want to go on and talk about straight pride. Oh, are we going to that too? You're going to straight pride? Oh, yeah, of course I am. I knew it. Um, so yes, straight pride. I think you might have seen on our social post I earlier in the week that, or towards the end of last week it would have been, that the application for straight pride has been approved. And I think I did read that. That's not to say it's definitely going ahead. There's different things that have to be approved as well. But at least the application to the city has been approved by the city um i think the mayor did say as well that it's something that he legally has to do but he definitely himself personally will not be attending as his focus is to attend the lgbtq pride so thank you mayor but um yeah straight pride i think it was only a matter of time before something like this happened um it's the same as um, I'm going to liken it to the same as Black History Month. Like any time Black History Month gets mentioned, white crackerheads out there start saying, but what about all the great things that white people do? Like we've done great things. And I think the same as this, it's like the the rationale or the justification of straight pride is, yeah, well, but what about all the great things straight people do? Oh, do, you know, do you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of my, so my nephew had his sports day a couple of weeks ago or a couple of weeks, a week ago, whatever it was. And it, 
it sort of fell into the, I didn't come first, but I still got a prize. It's a participation prize. Well done for just being there, yeah. Like, so you know how schools these days just pretty much reward anyone. Like, it's not about first, second, third. It's like you, you, you get a, you get a prize for taking part, which I don't, I don't agree with. I think it's, it doesn't teach the right lessons to kids that you have to work hard to, to get what you want or earn the top, you know. Absolutely. But that's what they do, and I think it's sort of, it sort of street pride falls under that. It's sort of, in the world we live in today, it's, it's because somebody else has something people automatically feel victimized if they don't get the same thing and they automatically feel like they deserve the same thing. So this happened in June when a group called the Super Happy Fun America group decided that they deserve a straight pride. And that's what they applied to do. Um, They designed a flag and they said that Brad Pitt was their mascot. So, I mean, this is it. And I would say on face value, this is petty. It's childish. It's just a bit sad, really. And But I thought, let's go with it. Let's see what a bit of digger deepen can do. So that's what I did. I dug a bit deeper. So it turns out the organizers of Street Pride, I don't know if you read this, but they are linked to far-right white supremacist groups oh my goodness yeah so i mean it's not a complete shock to me that a group that feels like they're being victimized is a group known for victimization um and i'm going off what other articles have said so one of the one of the organizers called mark shahadi i think he's called he's one of the three organizers has ties to a group called the New Hampshire American Guard and another group called the Massachusetts Patriot Front, both of which are labelled as white supremacist groups. Another co- his, his co-organiser, John Hugo, who unsuccessfully ran for Congress last year, but his, his attempt to run for Congress was backed by the alt-right group uh, Resist Marxism. So two of the three founders have what's being referenced as links to far-right white supremacist groups. Hugo, that last guy, also said that the he feels that LGBT Ackerman is growing to include queer, intersex, asexual people, and he and his fellow organisers want an S in there for straight. What do you think of that? Well, I think, of course they do. Of course they do. It's like just wanting to be part of everything. It's like wanting to own everything. It is. It's, I think it's, and I think, I mean, I've, been quite vocal on social media about this recently um, because it, it's surprising. Oh, no, I don't know. Unsurprisingly to me, it really riled me up. So I, I've, I've tweeted about it and I, cause I read it, it sort of, it came at a bad time where this is happening. And then last week I was reading tweets where somebody, they, they, they were saying that they didn't think there was a need for pride anymore. And I, I don't know if you've seen my tweet about it, but um, it went, I basically said, this is, I'll read my tweet out. Um, nothing rags my tits more than a self-confident gay who disagrees with pride in the rainbow saying it's not needed when the only reason they get to call themselves gay and live the life they have is because the hundreds and thousands of protests and pride marches which paved the way yes you might be you might have it good you might even have been lucky enough to never have been on the receiving end of any form of homophobia but thousands aren't that lucky it's not about you or how you don't buy into pride culture 
you don't need it, that's fine, but you shouldn't discourage it as many out there do need it. Like many things in life, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Pride in the rainbow throughout the decades has been a celebration, a political stand, an unwavering statement. It's been a symbol, a passion, a presence. And above all, it's mostly just been fun. Um, And just as a final thought, don't sleep comfortably under the blanket of protection provided by a group, then criticise the way they provide it. So these are all happening at the same time. And I've I've just been really... what, What I think straight pride does is... And it's the it's it's the exact it's this, it's these far right people who have done it. They've done what I would say Trump does. He cheapens something, he mocks it, like because he's saying that we deserve straight or they want a straight pride. Doesn't mean you deserve a straight pride. It's not it's not about that. And I think in another post, I know other people have um, copied the rhetoric, not from me, but I've I've copied from other people. Um, but I've seen it done. It's not about having a straight pride. It's being thankful that you don't need one. One hundred percent. So this guy, Hugo John Hugo, who's one of the organizers, had gone on to say, uh, he said that criticizing Massachusetts' efforts to support the gay community is unfairly labeled as hate, and this event, Straight Pride, that their organizers feel they are the they are the oppressed majority. He wants tolerance, but he wants tolerance for everyone, not just LGBTQ people. That doesn't exist, though. Like, it exists within, like, their confines or, like, their rules, but it doesn't exist. It's not saying you want tolerance, the same tolerance that, like, the LGBTQ plus society has. Like, it's not the same. And and what gets me is, like, it's, and same as the person that um, you responded with your tweet to, is it's easy for people, I believe, and I might, I, I'm, I don't want to speak for you too much, Ashley, but I would say for myself, surely, that for people like you and I, it's very easy to... I've not had a whole heap of people ever telling me that I can't be who I am. Like, it's not happened often. It doesn't happen on a grand scale. And, like, me wanting to be myself has very rarely, if at all, been criticised. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just... I, 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 I genuinely don't get it. Like, I don't get um, the mentality of that. And I also don't get the mentality of there needs to be a straight pride. I just, I just, I don't know. Imagine if it happened like the second year and then it grew. Like, wouldn't that be awful? It would be, it would be awful. But the, the, the point I was making, which I think links into what I was saying, what you were saying is like I was saying about how white people show up to black pride, will they be welcome? And yeah, I think what is interesting is in my opinion, pride in the UK is also still about the allies, the, like the straight people out there who support gay people come to pride and join in the celebration of where we're at as a humanity today. It's, I think that's so special. Like we would never as a gay community say to a straight person, you shouldn't come to our event because you're not gay and you don't understand. It's more, you're an ally to us and you, you can come and celebrate where we're at today together as a community. You know, I think what it's saying is come to pride, enjoy yourself, but you know, you, you don't go to gay pride shocked to see gay people. You go to, gay pride expecting to see gay people i think if we were to make a change in the acronym at all to be anything it would be to include an a for ally ally because i think it's important that they get recognized for the support and yeah the support that they've offered the lgbtq people over history we've got two um two that stand out in my mind but you know within the steelers as a 
gay and we say gay and inclusive but the, the, it's kind of shifted it used to be a lot more of um straight guys as well as gay guys now it's pretty much exclusively gay guys we've got a couple of straight guys that are currently playing and play regularly with the team yeah that are actual part and really even in our, within, our, within our whatsapp groups and like the and the events that we hold and campaigns that we run they really make themselves available and actually push for making sure that they are an active member of our community, which I think is, yeah, and, and I mean that in a positive way. You know, the, there's, no, there's no discomfort. There's no shame. There's no, it, it's all love kind of thing, the whole situation. And they really just want to push for um, their team and for what we stand for as, as a, as a, you know, a world rugby, a gay rugby community. Like it's, I think it's just amazing. And I think that like, you're right. It is about the allies and those that, are, and we've spoken about it a fair few times when we talk about any sort of situation. It's about those that are outside of the groups that are really need to be the ones that push it forward when it comes to, you know, in London, it's okay to be, you know, for the most part gay and it's okay to be many different ways, but actually it, it's representing other places. I think that's something that's important to remember. Yeah. But I think as a as a and we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up because this is a long episode. Um, but I think what um you should do into a two part. That's it for part one. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's there's so much more I want to talk about as well, but um we won't we'll talk about it some other day. But um yeah, it's as we can do next week because I actually want to talk about something that's really similar and actually really out to this as well. By the way, so it's almost like a continuation. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll call this part one. We'll do part two next week because I can talk about something else very similarly related that we can cover next week as well. So, Oh, perfect. Guess what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But we'll just wrap it up here. One interesting thing, because we talked about white supremacists, but I read an article this week which um, I thought was quite interesting. So Hitler, <laughs> do you know that Hitler has five living descendants still? No. Well, he does. And all five of them have made a pact to never marry and never have kids so that the Hitler bloodline dies out. Oh, that's deep. Isn't it? Even that's quite hurtful because these poor people, I mean, mm. the statement, I mean, I mean, I don't think that, I don't know if that's admirable. I, I, you know, I guess the better thing would be to try and just, sorry, did you have something to say about that? Well, I was just going to say, I think it's crazy, but I was going to leave it as a, I'd like to know what our listeners think. Because to me, there's to me the conflict in my head is I totally get why they're doing it, but I think it's incredibly sad that they've they've felt like they've had to put their life on hold, or you know deny themselves maybe a f- potential of a full life because of something that somebody else did. Mm. But I also understand that if I mean I don't know there's an article about it I don't know if their full right names are given or whatever it is, but if they were ever discovered as being Hitler's descendants, I'm sure they would be victimized. And I'm sure if they had kids, they'd be, and they were discovered at school, they'd be bullied. And I'm sure it's, it's, it's there. But I also then think, oh my God, it's such a, I'm so torn by it all. I'm not torn at all. I think it's, I don't think it's the right thing to do. If that's what the statement is, I guess we can look into it, but it should be the opposite. Like if you have this guilt, it's like having, you know, I don't know what it's called now, but sometimes people do have like guilt. In Ireland, we have the, the crushing Catholic guilt. That was it. I'm so sorry. It is about religion, right? That's exactly what it is. Um, but actually, it's about dedicating your life. If you do feel that way, it's about, if they really felt that guilt, it's not about, okay, well, we're going to end the line. It's about dedicating your life and hopefully your descendants into 
opposing all of those things and creating a system whereby you've worked to give and change as opposed to ending because I understand the symbolism of saying we're going to end the Hitler line. But actually imagine if you turned that and in the history books, it would say that these five people had basically turned it around something that was amazing and powerful. But yeah, like they set up like a group of something or a charity of some sort where the money raised went to help. But just about dedicating their lives to a cause, like a, you know, a good, um, a good cause. Like, because of and it come it can come from their guilt and their shame, which imagine if that was your descendant. But yeah, it's just yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. The symbolism is important, but it doesn't make sense to end the, the the lineage just because of that. If that's actually true, but I'm just going off your statement just now. Yeah. Well, we can talk about it more next week. And if you have any, if people who are listening have any ideas, any thoughts, uh, please let me know. The discussion points are things like: should these descendants receive? royalty costs or royalty money from any books written about hitler's life that type of thing because you know their descendants the people in biography so there's loads of questions out there but um we'd love to, love to hear other people's opinions um but yeah we'll wrap up there i don't think i have anything else to say do you have anything else i have loads to say like you just said so i think we'll have to just um continue this one next week oh mama matt <laughs> and don't forget guys agony aunt ash is in the house from now on giving out sound solid gold advice all right, maybe we can test that theory because obviously your piece of advice was actually I do support it, but I'm not in the long term risk of it. I'm not so certain. <laughs> Alrighty, Matt, thank you for a lovely, lovely week, and you too, my dear. No, thank you for a lovely, lovely episode, and have a great week. That's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> well, you too, and I'll let you know how pride goes. Oh, I can't wait! All right, everyone, thanks, everyone. Have a lovely week. <laughs>